Episode 119 of the Biz Talk with Bill Roy podcast. The Wichita Business Journal created this podcast because we want to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's business community. Sedgwick County Commissioner Pete Meitzner served as a Wichita City Councilman for seven years, then made the switch to the other side of the street. He was elected in November, became a Sedgwick County Commissioner in January. He made some news this week when he brought up a discussion about slot machines in the county, possible vote. We'll talk to Commissioner Meitzner about that and other issues that he's dealing with as the Commissioner for the 1st District of Sedgwick County. First, some notes about the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal. The big story this week, learning on the job is not enough. Workers want to improve their skills and further their education, and companies are seeing the benefits of that, so they're willing to pay for it. And educational institutions like WSU, Friends, Newman, responding by offering classes aimed at the working adult. We have a package of stories with national sources and with local voices as well. Our coverage begins on page 15. Also this week, details of a Wichita company that is rebranding and pivoting. Alice Analytics is now called Quick, Q-U-I-C-C, and is changing its focus to strides it's made in video production. That story's on page 3. This week we spend 10 minutes with Daryl Kelly. He's with W. This week's list, Wichita area private companies ranked by annual revenue among Wichita area companies. Coke Industries, obviously first, followed by MVP Holdings and Berexco. That's on page six. Each week, we provide our readers with business leads, new real estate deals, building permits, who's setting up a new corporation, who owes back taxes, court judgments. Our leads section starts this week on page 28. Back to talk with Sedgwick County Commissioner Pete Meitzner in a moment. Welcome to BizTalk with Bill Roy of the Wichita Business Journal. Talking business, your business that is, is what Equity Bank's team of bankers does best. Visit us today at equitybank.com. Pete Meitzner is nine months into his new job as Sedgwick County Commissioner representing the 1st District. He's a former banker, then started a telecom company, took it public. He represented Wichita's 2nd District in the Wichita City Council, ran for Congress, then decided to make a bid for a county commission job. He was sworn in in January. Welcome. Bill, glad to be here. Thank you for glad having Glad you're me. here. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Talk about how the new job is going. You've made the switch seven years on the city council now across the street in the big blue building. Right. How's it going? Well, it's it's going pretty good. I, I'm, I'm learning the differences of services that the county government seems to provide a lot of services. Right. Know, health and obviously run the jail and things like that. Right. Some people ask me, what's the difference? And I said, well, sometimes I don't see a lot. Uh, it's amazing that the city fire trucks and the county fire trucks are both red. Right. As an example. <laughs> and that's a, that's a topic that is actually being discussed right now. Right. With right. the new chief on the county side, working with the city and yes. seeing if there are, you know, we've been talking about consolidation. I got here in 88. We've been talking right. all, all the right. way back there. And especially after Wyandotte County did their deal. Right. And I think it's it's prudent as leaders, uh, the, the citizens of the city and the county, they just want good service. Right. And, uh, and that's the approach they're taking is that it, how do we deliver the best services to all those citizens, including the smaller cities, the rural, the city. Right. And, uh, and, I, and I, I credit both chiefs. Uh, to, to be open to that dialogue. And, uh, and I credit both 
governing bodies to be open to it right. and our county and city manager. And so, so that process is ongoing, and obviously right. we're not going to have an answer in the next two months, but it's a process that's ongoing and, and taking a look at if there are ways to deliver that service right. to cost taxpayers less money. And I think the, the uh, Andale Church fire was kind of a real a real item that happened that kind of triggered a lot of emotion from citizens, but, but even departments. So uh, how did that happen and how do we coordinate better right. for the fire service? So that's what's going on. Talk about the first district. What are your boundaries? Basically where, where is the first district? Well, it's kind of, it's kind of a weirdly it's, <laughs> if you go to Kellogg and everything North of Kellogg right. and everything basically East of Oliver. Okay. But from there, it, it's, say, Kellogg and Oliver. It swerves along College Hill. It swerves on the south side of Douglas. Right. It actually goes to the south side of of the city limits, of the city. Right. And, even, and actually, it touches the river at one point. So it's, it's kind of a weird deal. As a matter of fact, I think when uh, the new uh, census comes out, we're required to redistrict. And right. I think there'll probably be a little more reasonable uh, boundaries written obviously there are five total districts in sedgwick county five uh, commissioners represent those districts and each one's about a hundred thousand right close to so right yeah uh talk about this week uh great week yeah slots (laughs) slot machines where did that all come from you know uh it it's a it's a conversation that happens off and on uh, a lot uh, sometimes hotter and colder right and and you hear it and, and why basically sure um, uh, a, a couple of meetings with the, uh, with the uh, Ruffin organization uh, and, uh, and now that he owns the, uh, the Wichita Greyhound Park right. boundaries. So we were talking and, uh, said, well, you know, it's just talk. And, uh, they came up with a, they said, well, why don't we do an independent poll? Let's see what the real, real numbers are. And, and the poll came back, uh, and said that 91% of the public wanted to vote on this. Did you and, feel confident in, in the poll as far as not being biased? Well, or? I felt confident in that it was independent. They okay. didn't know. It was actually referenced from another uh, party that said, it's an out-of-state poll that does stuff for newspapers, political activities, candidates, yeah. everything else. So it was clearly, from my perspective, independent. And, uh, and they didn't know what the results were going to be either. So right. it, even... When they asked the question, would you vote for it or against it, the initial was like 66% said yes and 25% said no. Okay. But the, even though 25% said no, they, they still wanted to vote. Right. So right. it was really eye-opening, and I thought, you know, and it, then let's, let's, let's see what we can do here. Have the conversation. Mm-hmm. And uh, it really got, really got twisted around. Uh, the state, you know, there's this 25-year agreement. It's it's a monopoly, mm-hmm. and, and I, 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 as a state that's about uh, free market and property rights and whatever, I mean, it, it's it's been quoted by a number of persons parties that it's it's bad legislation, and so as an elected body, I I believe it's okay to look at agreements all the time right and if there was a penalty that was weird or too much if there's legal things they haven't even it hadn't even been tested in court 
that's kind of what I think the, the Ruffin group would like. Say, well, let's just let a court decide. If, that, if that's still valid till 2032, then it's over. It's right. final and it's over. But if there's a way for the legislator to, to adjust it, it's not a casino. It's a paramutual facility. Right. And that's the difference. And it's not he doesn't want to do a casino. He just wanted the officially called, you know, electronic gaming machines, right. quote, slots. And the, so, the, the, the original agreement you're talking about goes back to when uh, the state of Kansas approved uh, casino gambling under certain circumstances. In 07. Yeah, in 07. Right. The state would set up these zones, and right. uh, they would be uh, basically in charge of finding somebody to operate them, but they would be the owner basically the, the state would be the owner yeah, of the it's, casino it's the other irony is that we get a uh, we get a report it's online you can look at it or reference it mm-hmm. but uh, for instance last month the total gaming revenue just at the casino down in uh, in Mulvane was 15 million dollars mm-hmm. and they get to keep 73 percent of it so they get 11 million right and they share 22 percent to the state so the state just last month made 3.4 million dollars right on one casino one month right so the state has an interest a revenue interest right and we thought that added benefit of of a and my thought was an added benefit of of a, you know paramutual uh, facility uh it worst the state and everybody was going to be neutral right uh in their revenues but and I, we think it would have been more because there's a lot of people that, that don't go to a casino right. and that would have an interest in paramutual simulcast. So like your suggestion was let's bring it up at the county commission, mm-hmm. talk about it. Maybe there's a referendum yeah. to be had. Yeah. You got a letter from the attorney general, right. right? Right. How did that all go? Well, he's – I think between uh, – respectfully, I think between our state legislature and our, and our attorney general um, – Nobody wants to address this. They want it to just go away. It's mm-hmm. easier to wait till 2032. Right. And I think that's, I, I disagree with that. I don't think there's any problem when you could even do a friendly request, see if the Supreme Court or the courts would listen to it and make a ruling. Right. Um, but the letter was, uh, it, it left a window there, but uh, but it was pretty much, hey, this is, this is what what was happening, and you know, back in the, when the, when the election happened, there was one hundred one thousand votes cast. Right, a lot. We yeah. talk about voter turnout. Yeah, that was pretty good turnout. <laughs> it lost by two hundred and forty votes. Right. So it, yeah, we talk about somebody lost a race by ninety votes, or you know, the recent governor race three hundred votes. Right. This was so, and it was. There's confusion about the language on the ballot. There's all kind. There's a lot of story to it that I've learned. Right. Um, but. We couldn't get, I couldn't get uh, three votes on the, on the county commission. And so I think it, uh, for the community, uh, it was better that, that it just dropped at this point. So Phil Ruffin obviously brought, bought that property with an idea that, you mm-hmm. know, he's, he's a businessman. He's a very successful businessman. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he owns a, pro- owns a property, he wants to turn a profit on that property. Do you feel like he will continue to move forward and push forward with, I with hope something so. there? You know, he, he bought the Hyatt from right. the city, and I was involved in that. Right. He bought that for $20 million. He owns, uh, I'm told that the, he is, the, as an individual, he's the largest taxpayer in the county mm-hmm. of property. So he's, in, he's engaged. Um, 
you know, he, he's, he's kind of distant to, you know, he, you don't call him up and get a sure. interview very easily. Right. But, uh, but his family here, his, his sons and his daughter are here. They run there. So I, he's, he's involved a lot in Wichita and, and wants to be. And of course he owns the Hyatt, which right. is right there on the bank. And so it gets into any other, other stuff. So yeah, he's interested. So I, I'm hoping he stays engaged. It's disappointing, uh, to him for sure. Um, I feel bad. Um, I don't feel bad that we had the conversation in the community because right. right. it's there. Yeah. It's the elephant in the room. So. Right. <laughs> another uh, another idea that you have been invested in for a long time is rail service, uh, specifically yes. running north and south uh, from points south through Wichita and up to perhaps Kansas City, maybe beyond. Mm-hmm. Where are we on that uh, on that effort, Pete? Well. Um, making progress but uh, but when there was a new uh, governor elected at the end of last year and uh, and then a new secretary of, of Kansas Department of Transportation right. I, I kind of uh, respected their what what is their mood but uh, secretary Lorenz of KDOT is uh, she's well aware and and supportive of this we have a a study from Amtrak provided to KDOT um, that's still not been released yet, but it basically says what we think the revenue will be in the ridership and and what would be the gap, and it's not very much. Mm-hmm. So that's encouraging. The problem we're having, or an obstacle, uh, problem, obstacle, um, the tracks between Mulvane, ironically, and, and Newton have a, have a tremendous amount of traffic on them. Right, and there's a discussion that they would need some improvements. Now, if it's a lot of money, meaning hundreds of millions of dollars just for Amtrak, that might be a showstopper. Right. If it's a track improvement that helps move freight, right, increase our freight movement because you know spirits. Well, as you know, spirit was going to be up to sixty-five fuselages a month. Yeah. I mean, it's they've had their slowdown a little bit, but but they're still back. And besides all the other manufacturing goods. So, so we're working that out. Uh, BNSF owns the tracks. Right. And so they have a say-so. And it, traditionally, they like to move millions of dollars worth of goods. You and, bet. And you and me are not quite worth millions <laughs> of dollars. <laughs> Has to make business sense for everybody. Right. But it? if you see in WSU, the, the only other thing that's even more encouraging, I saw this week in WSU, I, I forgot that they've been offering in-state tuition. Uh, all along the I-35 corridor, right, all the way down to Dallas, and they're having tremendous, uh, uh, tremendous progress with the Innovation Campus and all of this attraction. And I'm like, oh, and this, and kids and students in other parts in, uh, in other parts of the country, uh, students love to do Amtrak. They can get on it at the right. end of the day and Friday, get down home, don't have to worry about the car, blah right. blah blah. So, so it's still alive, but but it's been kind of quiet. And a little bit on purpose, right. but, but it's it's not dead. We'll keep watching that. Uh, I know the county has uh, contributed $100,000 to the Riverfront Legacy Master Plan effort. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk about that. What would you like to see on the uh, on the east bank of, of the river downtown? Well, I think a couple of things. I, no question, uh, from the business perspective, the business of conventions regional conventions our size conventions our geographic location is the city right 
we need to have a functional uh, convention uh, area. Right. Does that really need to be on the river? You know, you go out of town to go to conventions. They, they don't have to be on the river. Right. Uh, so I think that's a business. So it needs to be, it needs to be functional and serve our area. And, and so we can get back in that business because we are losing. If you talk to Susie Santo and others, we're, we're right. losing stuff every year. And, uh, but the other thing, performing arts is just part of our fabric. And I think a performing arts for me would be one that, that needs to be uh, even some private money like they do in many other cities that right. are engaged in that's a that's a we do a great job with the zoo with private money i think the 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 passion of our and the success of our regional draws performing arts could maybe lend to a to a partnership uh, personally i think that would look really cool somehow on the river right or it could be off as well and then you just develop on the river so right. I, i'm open to everything but but uh, clearly century two if you tear it down or not it, it's it's totally dysfunctional right. as a convention center yeah. it's that's no question and it's outdated as a performing arts uh, you know it, it, you can't have two shows going on because of the walls right. and the basement blah 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 so it the building itself might look cool but i, I don't know what purpose it's right right are you are you in the camp that says don't change our skyline we need to keep that blue round no, roof no. over there not necessarily. I, I've in my business in the '90s. I traveled a lot, and and I remember going to Cleveland and Indianapolis, and in the '90s, and even Nashville in the '90s, right. they were just cities, and they had their iconic thing that right. wasn't all that. And now you go in there, oh my gosh, you see aerial shots of a Cleveland game or Pittsburgh game right. or Nashville. Now, I'm not sure that city will ever, we will ever be those sizes, but they transform their downtowns, right. and it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> to me, it's just okay. So For the skyline to change. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yes. Uh, talk about airfares and air service. That's been a challenge that's been around a long time. Mm -hmm. uh, it seems like we're making some headway with the uh, iFly Wichita effort. Uh, we're setting more records at Eisenhower Airport right. for passengers. Mm -hmm. um, do you think we're we're making a dent and uh, maybe convincing some airlines to expand some of their service? Yeah, you know, collectively as a community, and you know, what what are, I was proud to be a part of the decision to build the new terminal. Right. That clearly has been now when you when your a guest lands or business lands, you don't spend the first ten minutes explaining how we're the air <laughs> capital of the world, but our airport looks right. Like yeah. So. And it looks good. It's functional. I was very nervous about that. I sure hope it doesn't look like a, a, a government boondoggle right. building. It right. looks everything. So that's helpful. And then, then the efforts have been good. As we look, talk about workforce attraction and retaining, we, we're on an upswing. But some of the feedback we're hearing is, okay, these people don't mind. They like it. They get here. They have all the reasons that you know that you always hear about. Mm -hmm. This is why, oh, great, great, great. Friendly, you know, right. cost of living, blah, blah, blah. And some of the challenges, but it's so hard to get back home. Right. If, if I want to go home for the weekend or we're moving the, the family here, but it's just not easy. And so right. we kind of need – that is kind of elevating itself as one of the challenges – it's another part of the puzzle, isn't it? To right. I have seen recently, and I don't know necessarily it's not been thrown out there publicly that much, but there are practices now where where uh, 
government and private business can kind of do a, hey, we need a flight nonstop from here to where there that's not here today, or we need more frequency, let's say here to Denver, here to Dallas, more frequency. Right. So if the community can step up and do what they call like a, a revenue guarantee, right. it's not we give you 500000 or a million towards airfares. It's here's what you think you need, and they think they can come up with a lot of it. Right. But, but we could guarantee for a couple of years um, the shortfall, which I don't think is that much from the, some of the cities that I've seen do that. And uh, we've done it before. Mm-hmm. We did it before with uh, with affordable with airfares. Yeah, yeah, affordable airfares. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another topic: Do we have a system that is friendly to entrepreneurs? Do you think you've been on the city council side and the county commission? You've seen the planning department. Do you think as somebody comes in, they're an entrepreneur, they want to get a job or a, uh, they want to get a business off the off the ground? Do you think Wichita and Sedgwick County were friendly to those folks? Well, I think. Uh, Part of my job in January was to help encourage or push Sedgwick County as an entity to be more part of the community. Right. Let's let's be a part of the solution, part of the game. Right. So, in that sense, that's the handshake and the welcome to the area is is a positive step. I think the county has made. I've heard that from city people and others. Right. As as a region, it's kind of weird, Bill. Uh, one of my mentors when I started in business years ago was was Dan Carney, our sure. Pizza Hut founder, and and I still office with him out east. And, oh, okay. and He's a, obviously you know whatever, and his friends, and we've we've talked before, and you know when he started Pizza Hut, it it, it wasn't you know there wasn't the government saying what can we do and help you. It right. was kind of a bootstrap. So the original entrepreneurs in our city. Were not government-leaning people. They right. Were, they were true entrepreneurial spirit. We're going to drive this vision forward, no matter what. Yeah, and this is our vision, and this is our mission, and we're going to make mistakes. And and if we make a mistake, you know, we don't have to go back and to the city and give a claw back, things like that. Right. So there's a little bit of that that I think we could keep encouraging uh, the risk takers to uh, to feel free to take a risk. Um, and what role government plays in that, I, I think we need to do things. I think what we've done with the city, with Cargill, okay, what do you, what do you need? Well, a garage. You, you do infrastructure that helps support the growth. Right. We already do that with, with developers in housing areas. They right. take all the risk. They do all the specials and pay, but, but we'll build the streets because if it fails or whatever, the streets are still there. Right. The garage is still there. There's still an asset for the community. So maybe more of a supporting role. What do you need? Come right. tell us what you need, not just money or something like right. that. Right. What can we do to help you get there? Right. Like what's going on at Nafsker Park. Right. So those kind of things. Commissioner, you made a run at the 4th District Congressional seat a while back, and you've been interested in running for mayor in the past. Do you want to you want to keep keep going at the county commission level? Do you have some other okay, things? Wait, so, uh, when you said that earlier, I went really congressional run. Okay, so Mike Pompeo, a very good friend, him and Susan were friends with Susie and I before he was even in office. Before I was, so okay. Now right. he's he's a rock star, and, and I'm still <laughs> county commissioner. But um, so when he uh, had that opportunity to to take over at the CIA. Uh, 
then that was was open right and that process is done by you know by by local uh electorates uh, uh um, precinct committee people sure and uh, uh congressman estes now congressman estes he had good relationships with with the uh, precinct committee people so as, as i was in it if you could say i was in the hunt for a month let's say uh -huh. and then then when i started having honest conversations with the precinct committee people it was clear that that uh although i probably would have been all right it was clear that that uh ron was going to be the person and actually ron's done a nice job i i commend him uh, and i talked to him the other day and he's asked and i said no and i am not running i'm not <laughs> running for congress with you so feel free so anyway Commissioner, the last uh, the last thing you want to do, or is there is are there other things that you're interested in, other elected positions? Well, I'm I'm, I'm new there basically, but I, I feel like the what I've done uh, for the last seven years, I think a lot of the success we've had, uh, and a lot of the uh, turning the attitude around from this naysayer to really what we did was took an attitude say look the naysayers are going to be there let's go forward right and even if we don't have support from topeka or we have this or that it doesn't matter we're going to take care of ourselves that was a collective and i was glad to be a part of that and i think we've turned the momentum around uh, positive in a way and I, I was proud to be part of that and if i can play a role in helping us continue or get to the next level incredibly glad to do so as long as i've got my uh, health and my energy and i do bring a knowledge and some history that that's been beneficial uh experience in other areas uh, is an advantage it's not an insult against any other electeds but it i can feel it a lot of times that right. it's yeah i feel sorry sometimes if you're in a meeting that you know so uh, for some but right. for me it's comfortable uh, i don't mind helping negotiate i don't don't mind i really enjoy uh new new things uh, the red carpet let's do the red carpet and get rid of the red tape attitude right. and i think it's welcoming and so yeah if i if something pops up i'm still open and but but i could say i'm done pretty quick too right <laughs> for now he is second district sedwick county commissioner pete meitzner thank you for coming by really yeah. appreciate Bill, it th thank Good you a lot. I, I i totally enjoyed it and i'd be glad to catch up again eight months later sounds good all right uh, we'll make it happen okay back to wrap up in a moment at Equity Bank, stories of growing businesses are a favorite of ours, so we created our own little series called Napkin Stories. Visit EquityBank.com to see how some great businesses got their start. That's it for Biz Talk with Bill Roy this week, episode 119. Check out all our episodes at our Biz Talk with Bill Roy hub. It's at WichitaBusinessJournal.com. Thank you for listening and thank you for subscribing. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks to producer Brittany Showalter and thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Have a profitable week. <laughs>